If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. This is America's Healthcare Challenge on the Mighty 1290 Coil, the Mighty1290Coil.com, and the Mighty 1290 Coil mobile app. America's Healthcare Challenge is produced and sponsored by E.D. Bellis. Now, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Welcome to Saturday. Just enough time to show you the greatest headlines of the week here on healthcare. Thank you so much for your time here on America's Healthcare Challenge. We've been around for four years now. If this is the first time you're hearing us, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. A show all about the changes coming as a result to, from the Affordable Care Act and the ensuing impact on health care and insurance in America. There is a lot to talk about. We've reviewed this past year many mega developments, such as mergers in the insurance industry. We've talked at length about that as the uh, large insurance companies are consolidating to become bigger. The big five are now down to the big three, and many people wonder, uh, some on the left and even some now on the right are wondering, is um, that even any much better than a single-payer system? We're not going to get into that on this program, but we have. If you want to share your thoughts anytime, 402-342-1290. Let's take a look at some of the headlines on Twitter this week. For a resource to follow, uh, if you're interested in these types of things, you should just go ahead and follow E.D. Bellis. They are a, a local organization, the one that founded um, this radio program and provides it as a public service to you every week. Uh, their handle, at America's Canary. Uh, they're the canary in the coal mine keeping up on all of these things. Uh, has all the latest resources and stories that you might need because they're staying on top of it all the time. Right now, uh, I wanted to take a look at a story in the Kaiser Family Foundation on Medicare. Part D coverage now providing uh, coverage to 72% of all Medicare beneficiaries. That program passed in 2003. Interesting how that evolved through the political process. You might remember it had a tie in the United States Senate, and uh, Vice President Dick Cheney actually had to come down and cast the tie-breaking vote in favor of the Medicare Modernization Act, which also created uh, the Part D, now becoming more popular to seniors because it covers 72% of all prescriptions. There were some problems in it when it was first designed in that there were some gaps called the donut hole, meaning you get you pay up to a certain amount, then you get some coverage, and then you have this huge hole where you have to pay almost full cost until your catastrophic kicks in. That is something that was addressed in the Affordable Care Act, uh, phasing that out, and they are uh, making that smaller. And as a result, I think you're going to see more and more people on and happy with this program. The question is, uh, like it is with all of these programs, is can we afford it? And the reason I would argue on this one, can we afford it, is because these pharmaceutical companies are completely out of control with how expensive uh, these drugs are. And having the um, government pay for of that, a lot of that is um, something that uh, is a contentious issue politically because Democrats think that the government, since it's so large, should go negotiate with these drug companies to uh, try and get a lower price, whereas Republicans are of the opinion that they should let the marketplace decide. 
I think the uh, Affordable Care Act has kind of shifted the market, thrown the marketplace on its head. So um, they cut a deal, and in many ways they're uh, doing um, much better than they probably had even anticipated they were doing. Their profits are, are up high. And uh, I'm not going to get too much into that anymore because I don't want to get uh, jumped in my garage. But um, we'll talk about that further in a future episode of America's Healthcare Challenge. Again, now on to Season 4. You're listening to Season 4 of this program. Again, you can check out all of our uh, podcasts from Seasons 1, 2, and 3 on our SoundCloud page, soundcloud.com. Uh, just search Edie Bellis, and we've got over 350 segments there. And we're about to do like a, a, a Netflix type of dump, as in we're going to throw all of Season 4 on at the same time. Uh, so you can really go through it and get... Um, the latest information you're going to need, especially if you're a business owner, coming up with the, the official employer report and all of these compliance woes that are coming up very, very soon. Next story up this week, we talked about it, was ICD-10. We talked about ICD-10 last week about how there are some of these different codes, uh, geez, like thousands, tens and tens and thousands of new codes, and we poked fun at some of the, uh, the funny ones such as... Um, first offense for getting uh, put through a jet engine. Uh, I thought that was funny because who would ever survive that, yet we still have a code for that. But according to Health Leaders Media, the headline this week, ICD-10 is here. Yes, we know that. We reported it last week. But the organizations that are prepared for the transition are doing well for now. For now. And so um, I think we've, we talked about this last week about on your bills. You might see some, some different things. There's just going to be a lot of administrative things that they're going to have to to work out for this to be okay. Next up, Commonwealth Fund, uh, just hot off the wires here six minutes ago. High U.S. healthcare spending largely driven by technology use and prices. I would agree with that wholeheartedly. One of the reasons why healthcare spending is so high in our nation compared to others is because we, as Americans, have this appetite for the latest technology, and that also in exists in healthcare. Uh, when you look at an MRI, um, it, compared to other countries, like in Japan, it's absolutely nothing. It's like $200 for an MRI. An interesting point, when you start seeing some of the data here locally and all across the country, we've been working with an app that actually did a, a check for MRIs in a certain city. And what they found is that the largest one, uh, the most expensive one was $2,883, I believe, and the most least, at, and it was at a hospital. And the least expensive one was $288 at a standalone clinic. And so you wonder why our costs are so expensive because there's this huge disconnect between technology use and then again the price of healthcare. And so that's why it's so important for Americans now that we all have these high deductibles, we're having to pay out of our pocket up to a certain amount, anyways. Most of these plans are really only good if you utilize because you have a condition or if you get hit by a bus because most people are actually paying out of pocket. I mean, they're getting, you know, the medical, going to see the doctor, still having to pay a copay. But as far as um, these deductibles, if you have to utilize a deductible for an MRI, wouldn't you rather pay $288 if you have a $5,000 deductible as opposed to $2,883? I would think so. And... That's going to be something that is going to just have to become a, um, a behavior change for consumers of health care. But I think as a result of the Affordable Care Act, that will happen. We've got a uh, fantastic show coming up for you. Next segment, I've got 
the allergy authority from Nebraska Medicine, or UNMC, Dr. Jill Poole, she is uh, the go-to person for everything allergies, but I thought it would be interesting and fun to do a program on allergies because tis the season. I've uh, been out running. I don't really suffer from them, but noticed a little bit of discomfort, but I know many of my friends have allergies, and we're not talking exclusively allergies in the air. We're going to spend some time also talking about food allergies as well. Maybe you're gluten-free or have other types of food allergies. Whatever it is, she is the person to talk about it. And so when we come back here on America's Healthcare Challenge, we're going to take a look at allergies uh, as a part of America's Healthcare Challenge with Dr. Jill Poole next. Check me out on Facebook uh, personally, uh, at Sean M. McGuire, and again, the E.D. Bellis handle, at America's Canary, for all your latest healthcare goodness. We'll be right back.